0: Welcome to another episode of Next Best Series, part of the Next Best Picture Podcast, where myself and Mr. Will Navity... Hi, guys! We are still previewing Game of Thrones Season 7. There was a new trailer that got released uh, recently. As with last time, I
1: had to change my shorts afterwards, because this one was the most cinematic
0: thing I have ever seen. It made me shit my pants twice. (laughs) It's um, it's probably the best trailer I think the show has ever had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. We're here to talk about that and also um, see if any of our predictions or theories for this season have now changed as a result of the new footage that we saw in this trailer. So let's dive right in right away, Will Navi. Let's take a look at the Game of Thrones season seven, second trailer, and let's talk about it. Don't fight in the north. Or the South. Fight every battle, everywhere. Always. In your mind.
1: For centuries our families fought together against their common enemy, despite their differences together. We need to do the same if we're going to survive. Because the enemy is real. It's always been real. Snows fall and the white winds blow. The lone wolf dies, but the pack survives.
0: So, the first thing I'm going to say right away, right off the bat here, is the use of Light of the Seven.
1: Yes, that is far and away in a show that is full of great tracks. That is far and away my favorite track Raman Jawadi ever composed, and I never thought we would hear it again. I am so glad it popped up here. I got chills on my spine just hearing
0: that. I'm wondering if, like, because it was so popular uh, in last year's uh, season, it even, like, climbed its way up the iTunes charts, I wonder if they'll do, like, any kind of um, renditions off of it, even though, you know, maybe for, like, Cersei scenes or something like that, because... You know, at this point, the sparrows are all gone. She's dealt with all of right. her enemies. So there really wouldn't be a real use for it unless if they give some of those cues and that theme to Cersei to some degree.
1: It could be interesting if they mash it with the Lord of Light theme. Oh. Because there's a, you know, like the... Uh, it sounds much better than that when Jawadi does it. But there is a general... Uh, there, each religion had its own theme, I guess. Uh, in the show and this would be that would be the Lord of the Lights I don't know it'll be interesting since the sparrows are gone but religion is still present in the show and as we are reminded of presumably as Jamie gets frustrated we're reminded of Cersei's legacy of doing harmful things that certainly would be a bit of music that's associated with it i mean benioff and weiss wrote that awful Dorn plot line into the season because in season five because people liked ober and martell more than they expected so you know i i could see them writing this in even if it doesn't fit just because it was a fan favorite
0: yeah Well, the first shot, the first image that we see in the trailer is a a single take of Sansa walking towards the camera, confident at first, then a little weary, looking over her shoulder, though as if she's, you know, concerned about something. And we have voiceover from Littlefinger telling her, uh, do not fight in the North, do not fight in the South, fight every battle always in your mind. Um, First of all, I I think almost every shot in this trailer... Is breathtakingly beautiful. Oh, um, in terms of the composition, the lighting, just the overall production quality, it looks incredible.
1: And I'm I'm looking here, like the blue of her eyes plays so well off the blue hue. Oh my god, yeah, it's it's stunning. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have Littlefinger's creepy ass voice, kind of ruining the uh, the appeal. But yeah,
0: I love that. I love that this trailer does starts and ends with Sansa. We don't see any bits of her in between. But she gets the final voiceover at the end, and it almost seems like it is not in the same conversation. But both lines uh, are from Littlefinger to Sansa, and then at the end from Sansa to Littlefinger.
1: I hadn't noticed that bit of bookending. That's really interesting. Um, I I think every season has a particular character who's got their big arc for the season. You know, I mean, season two was Tyrion's, for example. Uh, so it would be interesting to see if this is finally really the Sansa season, mm-hmm. if she is the crucial part. I know some people theorize she's going to die this season, um, but those two different very quotes, very different quotes suggest that maybe her arc is fully coming back into the stark fray and hopefully overwhelming Littlefinger's fingers bad influence, because we'll get to the line
0: at the end, but that sounds like she wants to be a team player by the end. Yeah, no, we could talk about it now. It, it, it To me, it sounds exactly like you said, because um, it's a line that Ned Stark tells Arya in the books, when he's talking about how they need to band together and they're stronger together. You know, apes together strong, as uh, <laughs> Caesar would say in the uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I want to see that so badly. But you know, so here Sansa is basically saying, you know, the lone wolf may die, but the pack survives because the pack sticks together. And I think that that is a line that maybe she's, maybe she's saying that to John. You know, uh, when she starts to realize that there is a rift between her and John that Littlefinger has caused, and that they can't, right. they can't fight amongst one another, but they need to stay together. She could be saying it's Arya. It could be like, remember what Father used to say. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and there are rumors of um, a lot of significant parties all uh, from all over the map coming to finally meet one another in one space this season. Yeah, the theme of the season is
0: worlds collide.
1: So I think also that could be if a, a large number of characters who've all been on set together for the first time, um, are having a big meeting where they recognize the big threat that is the White Walkers. This could also not just be to Jon. It could be not even just to the Starks. It could be to the Starks and to uh, the Targaryens. It could be everybody. Right, right. Mm. So I think it might tie in there, just as
0: some of Jon's lines might as well. Moving on to our shots here, uh, we see Brandon Mira arriving at the wall, which uh, is, I guess, something that's going to happen, like probably within the first episode or two. Because last we left them, they were at the base of the wall where Ben Benjen left them. Do we think that this is going to
1: break the magic protecting the wall since he's got that mark? One hundred thousand percent. Okay, yeah. So they're not just going to kind of forget that little uh, that little detail.
0: We assume that's going to. I believe that him and the Night King are definitely now connected because there's another shot later on in the trailer that shows these crows flying through the sky. And if you look closely, you can see that the crow has um, some whiteness in its, in its eye,
1: mm. uh, which makes you
0: believe that it's being controlled it's by a Bran, and then they cut to, to a that. shot of the Night King looking up, and then Bran kind of snaps out of the vision in the God's Wood, uh, which is where we saw Sansa in the first shot of the trailer. And Bran is now in a very nice uh, three-wheeled wheelchair. And Maester Walken, uh, who, if, if people remember from season six, he had the uh, line to uh, Ramsey. Poisoned by his yeah, enemies. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Poisoned by his enemies. Um, <laughs> that He's now the Maester of Winterfell. So he's serving, I guess, Bran, who's Lord of Winterfell at this point. And all of this is uh, connected because... If Sansa is remaining behind um, along with Arya and Bran while Jon goes north of the wall, which is also the next shot here, so this is all linked together, something tells me that Bran is using the crows to aid Jon, which means Bran is liter- like, not literally but figuratively also going on this journey with Jon and his companions beyond the wall.
1: Oh, that's... In- I love having all the Starks together again. That is... Oh, that's going to be intense.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I've got this really cool ability where I could warg, you know, and you know what a warg is, John. You you kind of killed one back in, like, season three. Um, you know, it's like, use me. Uh, I'll help you uh, evade capture from the Whites. I'll do everything I can to, you know, aid you guys. And so... You know, now going more back to the stuff that's happening up north, um, we do see some more shots of John and his companions, and this is where I think everybody started losing their minds in the trailer. Are we going to talk about
1: all the John North shots? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So um, I know Matt has had some theories because there's a lot of fire in
0: some of these shots. Yeah, and there's uh, there's a couple of ways this can go. I mean, the first thing that pops to my mind is well beric dondarrion's got a flaming sword you know which it's a lightsaber it looks that shot where he just lights
1: up that sword oh
0: yeah that was so amazing cool. <laughs> goosebumps and then you have the hound also fighting along with Barrack. uh doros of Mir is noticeably absent but you have to imagine he's there um was he? But was he the one who originally could light the swords and maybe he's passed that ability on to no, Barak Bar- or something? Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's because Doris Amir, they do make reference to him uh, fighting with a flaming sword. I think back in like season one, they're telling a
1: story. Right, about. yeah. Jamie was talking about that yeah. Uh, uh, uh,
0: the guy the, who got stabbed in the eye. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yuri. Yeah, right, right. So, uh, you know, all the shots here... You have there's a couple of things that lead me to believe that they're being aided, I guess. So there's like three theories. There's the theory that it's uh Barathotharian sword and it's caused like some, you know, fire here and there. There is the second theory that they're being aided by a dragon. Right. I like that theory. And then there is the third theory which is that the fire is a trap. That is being used to entrap the whites, so that they can capture one and bring it back to Danny to convince her that the threat is real and that she need not concern herself with Cersei. They should all take their forces and go north.
1: And what do you see as the most likely possibility?
0: I like the dragon theory. I think that would be so sick. I am of. I think I say, why can't it be all three? she's using a dragon to uh to capture a white. So I I have a feeling cuz if you watch the trailer you'll see that they're on a ridge and it's just Barrick the Hound John and Torment which leads me to believe that all the other companions and there's like Got 12 killed, or yeah. 11 yeah, they're all they're all dead probably. Sorry Ed. So I mean, Gendry, who's been rumored to be in that pack, is probably gone. We don't, oh, we God. don't know who else, but maybe Thoros of Mir. Um, possibly, maybe Brienne goes with them. Maybe Pod's with them. I mean, we don't know what we don't know in re- in regards to who's a part of this group. Um, but they're oh shit! I'm so hyped about that episode. Yeah, they're all probably gone, and oh, to fuck. to lead even more craziness to all of this. We get the second-to-last shot of the trailer where the lone rider is riding their horse away, and it looks like the rider is injured. Uh, we can confirm it is John uh, based on the fact that Longclaw is uh, mm. on the rider's side, and it leads me to think that maybe John gets out of this, or this is totally not a uh, connected shot. It's uh, related maybe to something else, but I think – it, it if that means John gets out of this, that means – Everybody dies. I have a hard time
1: thinking that he is the sole survivor there, um, because it's if the entire purpose of this episode, as we think it is, is for them to go capture a white and bring it back to convince people, um, if they spend all that time and they just go up and get slaughtered, nothing's accomplished. It would just
0: be wasted screen time. It might look cool, but that would be bad writing would it be because what i think it does is i think it um empowers the night king the white walkers and the whites as an even more dominant force as we head into the final season because they need us to feel that our um our heroes have their backs up against a wall and how can they possibly get out of this one you know they're completely overwhelmed they need to suffer a major blow
1: I, I guess. I mean, the uh, the deck is already
0: stacked so high against them. It, mm. so, so back to the dragon thing now for a second. The Night King could possibly be looking up not just at Bran's crows, but up at a dragon that swoops in to save the day. Mm. Because... In the one shot where they're on the ridge, um, you see Tormund, the Hound, and Beric fighting, but John, the camera's pulling back from him, he has his sword down, though as if he sees something, and the pullback of the camera is going to reveal what it is. Or he's just completely overwhelmed by the fact that there's thousands of whites, you know, swarming down right, on them. Right. Um, but I like to think that there is something. And I say this because. Um, in the final shot of the trailer, we see John cut down a white, we see whites in the distance, we see fire, and they're not charging at John. It's so as if something is behind John that's scaring them. Scaring them, right, right. And I, I, this is my belief. You ready for this? Here's my prediction. I am. I think... That Danny's gonna take her forces, obviously, because we see Danny riding um, one of the dragons. We don't know if it's Drogon of Viserion uh, against the uh, Lannister army at one point. I think Tyrion is the one that's going to take the dragon to oh. aid Sean because he's left behind. Oh shit. And I have a feeling Bran will be the one to tell Tyrion they're in right. trouble, they need your help.
1: Oh man, yeah, cause um, Tyrion. I mean, they have kind of a connection. Tyrion designed brand saddle back in the day, right? Um, yes. They, 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 oh man, that would be so narratively satisfying. I
0: like that. But, but to make it to make it worse, <laughs> I do believe that they still, even though we have this like somewhat triumphant moment of badassery, I still believe that the Night King ends up controlling one of the dragons.
1: Yeah, oh, I I completely agree. There's just because there's three, there's a, there's one to spare. They right. that that would be too near. I think the dragons throughout I think this is going to be a season of Danny losing a lot and I could see Yuren taking one um, if she gets it back, I totally think the Night's King is going to get it. But for that final showdown, he's got to have a dragon. Or he might have one of his own. There might be an ice dragon. You know, they talked about spiders and ice dragons as part of the White Walker rumors. I would not put it past him to just already have one of his own. So Danny ends up with all three of her dragons. And when he brings down the wall, as we all know... And here's the reason I don't think they're just going to get slaughtered up north. I think they do need a victory because I think we all agree it's going to end with the wall coming down, um, and I think it just fits to have this victory that feels triumphant, and then Benioff and Weiss just kind of pop the bubble of victory and end it with them all flooding into the with the White Walkers all flooding into the North, you know, like. I just feel like, structure wise, that's what has to happen. So I think they will successfully capture and bring back a white. I don't think everyone gets slaughtered. I think. I told you last time, that's why they're bringing Gendry back, just to kill him. Yeah, if he's there, he is there literally just to be a face to get killed. So I don't think everyone dies. Like, what's the point in bringing the Hound back if he just goes back
0: to get killed up north? He's got to have a bigger narrative role. Well, there is a shot, uh, Mm -hmm. also, a silhouetted figure um, that is surrounded by Lannister men. There is also a crate behind this figure, which leads me to believe that this person has been in this crate, has now been uh, taken out of the crate, and we see that figure draw their sword. Now, if you look at the silhouetted image... It's clearly the Hound. It's clearly the Hound. I've heard some people say it's Brawn, but if you look at the screenshot of... John and his companions standing on the um, ice ridge while they're hacking away at the whites. The hound is wearing the exact same outfit that this silhouetted figure is wearing here in terms of oh, the shape. Man. Of oh, so I I like to think we are finally getting a clagane ball. So I I'd like to think that because I feel like this ice battle is going to happen in like episode 6. I wonder if our our heroes are going to get like split up somehow. Mm. And maybe the hound gets captured by Lannister men and is brought back to I I mean I, I don't know really how this happens. Um
1: so I, I have heard you know if I'm all hype for
0: Cleganebowl. The- I'm like I'm all about it. Cleganebowl, Bowl, get hype. Like I'm I'm there, but I, I just don't see how it all happens.
1: If there is a scenario which has been rumored to occur where everyone, including the Lannisters, ends up in one location together negotiating in the aftermath of a war, um, let's, you know, like, let's say they do bring back a white, let's say that negotiations are to be had.
0: Yeah, because Danny's clearly overpowered uh, Cersei's forces, uh, as we see in that envoy attack that Jamie and Braun defend, you know, like there's fire all over the fields, and you know how can you stand up against a Raki in open field combat plus a dragon? You just can't. Yeah, and we saw,
1: and yeah, we see shots of Jamie where it's clearly his army's decimated. You know, it looks like
0: Jamie's riding to his death almost, which we don't think will happen. No, you know like... why? I finally put two and two together. It took me a while on this one, but I finally figured it out. It is connected to the final shot of the first trailer of two figures falling into the water oh I think Jamie's gonna make the charge at the dragon and I believe that Braun is going to uh, hit Jamie out of the way of Drogon's fire and, oh, and they're gonna shit. fall in the water yeah
1: so that has nothing to do with uh, the presumed naval battle then uh, yeah I don't think so Interesting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's. Okay, yeah, and that that explains how Jamie avoids what would be a ride to the death. Exactly. Interesting. Okay, I like
0: that. And maybe Jamie, you know, comes under capture of Danny, and that's how we get our Jamie Tyrion reunion. Mmm. But yeah, I think everyone. I think everyone who's still alive is going to end up meeting, and I
1: think it maybe like a treaty of Versailles type situation. You know, like yeah. deciding who gets what afterwards, and somehow or another that leads to conflict
0: if Cersei is still alive. And um, I'm starting to think that um, Cersei. My original prediction about Jamie killing Cersei, I'm, I, 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 have my doubts now. I, I just because I feel like we're gonna get this. Uh, all these characters will come together. Um, the Hound is probably gonna be there, um, and along with other characters. And it's obviously under Lannister control at first, because like I said, there's armed guards like standing around. But I'm trying to figure out like how does. Cersei have the upper hand in um, in a meeting of that size? And the answer to me is Euron. Uh, You know, in this trailer, we see Euron's uh, ship. So we see uh, his ship called the Silence, which has a lot of uh, sails on it. Makes it really fast, I suppose. Mm Mm-hmm. And we. See, How did he build that from the barren Iron Islands? That's, there's no wood on the Iron Islands. Listen, man, a, it's a fantasy show. Leap of faith. <laughs> continue. Um, we see the attack that happens on the Greyjoy fleet. Um, I'm I'm of the belief that this is either a um, Blackwater Bay uh, attack that goes wrong, or it is a stealth attack from Euron uh, in the middle of the night while uh, Danny's ships are docked at, at Dragonstone. So I I believe here that Euron is going to capture Yara. They're not going to kill her right away. Um, I think that he'll – or maybe he will kill her right away. But he will definitely, definitely bring the Sand Snakes and Laria to Cersei as a means of these are the ones that killed your daughter, right? Well – to prove my loyalty to the crown. Here here they are for you to do with what you will. You know what I mean? And then Benioff and Weiss brought in their troops but they can get rid of those hated characters, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um but at the same time too, we see another shot, a beautiful shot of I what I believe is Vion collapsing on the beach at Dragonstone. Yeah. And so I think that he's emotionally destroyed over the fact that his sister might be presumably dead.
1: Yeah, I mean, that—that that is clearly Theon. Um, do, I, yeah, I will be curious as to where the location of this is. If he is able to get back to Dragonstone, I suppose that means you're right, and he attacks them. Because we, we've heard they're going to get to Dragonstone by the first episode, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you've pretty much nailed the location on that one, too.
0: Uh couple other things here just in terms of shots as we're going through the trailer um we see a uh, glimpse of king's landing uh there are lion banners that are hanging uh above the crowd and everyone's applauding cersei yep so it's either that it could also be the arrival of euron and his men uh into the city interesting you know and they're they're welcoming them possibly because we do see another shot in the trailer of his fleet uh sailing into blackwater bay We do have a shot of Cersei, but we can't tell where she is or what the context of the shot is. This is a very uh, Cersei light trailer compared to the first one. Um, In fact, you know, if you really want to split it, it's funny we've gotten two trailers, and you know, you know who we haven't seen anything of at all. We have not seen a single thing of Sam or Jorah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I assume probably we talked about this last time. Um, their plot line is going to be one of the biggest twists, if you will, into how we defeat the White Walkers. So that is presumably something that they want to keep hidden as much as possible. Mm. Yeah, because I am hyped to see more of Old Town. You know, we saw an interior there, but it's it's finally a new place on the map. We haven't had a new place in, I don't count Dorne, so I like to think of it as we haven't had a new place on the map since season four. So I am very hyped to see what Old Town looks like. And for those who didn't hear our last podcast, Matt, do you still think what's going to happen is Jorah is going to come to Old Town looking for a cure, encounter Sam, and that is how they will probably find the cure or the, uh, the weapon against the White Walkers? 100%. Okay,
0: yeah. I'm still, I'm still of that belief, definitely. I also think too, uh, because we've seen this based on uh, production stills. We've seen um, Sam and Gilly reading about the Legend of Azora High, mm. which is where I think we'll finally get our first. Um, uh, monologue that will explain the history of Zora High, so that this way uh, fans can further draw conclusions over whether or not if it's Danny or John now as we head into the final episodes of the show when
1: are, when are we going to have each battle you said the ice battle you think is episode 6 when is the
0: naval battle and when is the field battle if you had to guess episodes. I think the naval battle I, I would say the naval battle is uh, probably like episode 2 or 3 and I think the uh, the envoy, uh, well, the you know, like, because it's not really like a battle at King's Landing like I thought it was. Because in the scene, you, you know, that we gain in this trailer now, we see shots of Jamie and Bronn um, with the sold Lannister soldiers pulling back their arrows, and in the back there's kind of like uh, supplies being moved. So it's possible this is just Daenerys like strategically um, finding ways to pick apart Cersei's empire. Now, to give a little bit more evidence to this, you know, we see in the trailer obviously Unsullied uh, trying to capture Castle Rock mm-hmm. via via water drains that um, Tyrion had spoken about to Varys, I think back in like season two, where um, he was put in charge of them by his father. Um, so that's like Tyrion's contribution there. And then we also um, see a shot of Jamie walking along the uh, battlements. Of what is presumably based upon um, a body that's on the floor, um, High Garden. Mm. So the Lannisters will attack High Garden, uh, and and they'll probably form an alliance with uh, that douchebag uh, Randall Tarly. Right. I'm sure he's, he's got a large army of his own. Correct. Yep. And we'll have Cersei do that. Castle Rock will get attacked. Right. Their supplies that are being moved will be attacked in that um, that scene with Jamie that looks freaking amazing. you think
1: that giant battle is going to be for something relatively insignificant like that?
0: I do, because I have a feeling now, um, based upon that, and now thinking that this is this is what it is, either they're withholding a shitload of stuff that happens in the last two episodes, um, and that could be maybe because of unfinished visual effects work or you got to remember, the last two episodes are 71 and 83 minutes long. They could cover so much ground.
1: There's got to be a lot we don't know. Yeah,
0: but... Yeah. So, that leads me to believe that these are all, like, skirmishes. uh Uh-huh. And it's all going to either culminate in that negotiation scene that you're talking about, where all the characters kind of come together at the end, or it's going to bleed into next season. Either way, I think Cersei now survives the season. I am so disappointed if that's the case.
1: That is an arc, I think, that should have ended this season so we could just focus on the White Walkers next. Unless they're somehow never going to kill her and let her have some shocking change of heart, which I cannot fathom. Mm. Just because... So, what's the theory now? Is she a nuisance for the rest of the show um, when they're trying to battle the White Walkers? Or do they just, for some reason, kill her in, like, episode two of season eight? If she survives, like... Because that would seem anticlimactic, like I, it, in many I ways know, she's been know. she in many ways she's been the big bad since season one. You know, she was the ultimate manipulator in King's Landing almost as much as Littlefinger. Back to the beginning to get Ned Stark died. It's so it's so important that she dies. It would seem. I'm starting to think you're right. I'm holding out hope she dies, and at the very end of. Episode seven, which I think is still very viable, as you said.
0: Yeah, I think her and Littlefinger are the two most likely to go, although now I'm a little less on. Safety. I don't
1: think she'll accept the terms of a surrender. You know, I think e- even if there are negotiations, I think she will find a way to try and pull a fast one when all of her enemies are together in one spot, Um, be it wildfire or something else. I think she'll still try something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, What else is there to really draw upon here in this trailer? Um, The shots of people cheering
1: in King's Landing could, in theory, also be people cheering as Cersei has been overthrown as well. They don't have to be supporting Cersei necessarily. But then the uh, banners would not be uh, held high. They'd be taken down. True. Um, I'm looking that shot you're talking about the final stand. It looks like there are more people huddled crouching down on top of the rock. Uh, along with John, Tormund, and Thoros. So I still maintain hope that it's not a slaughter down to everyone.
0: Regardless, I do think that we lose Beric. I think we lose Thoros. I think the Hound gets out, but I think Tormund is. I'm going to be so upset if. Tor- I think Tormund. I thought Tormund was going to die in Battle of the Bastards. I'm going to be so upset when Tormund dies. I love this group, though, because, like. You have Barrack, the Hound, and John, who have all quote unquote died <laughs> and they're facing the undead. Oh, that's so poetic. You have um Tormund and the Hound together and they could maybe talk about Brienne in some way. <laughs> right, yeah, that'd be an interesting conversation. <laughs> that dumb bitch tried to kill me. And then it's Tormund would like, like, Oh, I love like, a woman like you, that. Yeah. You you watch your mouth, she's a nice lady. <laughs> no, I think I think that would be like an aphrodisiac. He's like, oh, she took
1: down someone <laughs> twice her size. Oh, you, you know. <laughs> he gets like more horrible. Yeah, I was, because he's like sporting a boner when she hears that <laughs> she threw him off a cliff.
0: Yeah. That's really funny. Um, oh, that's so funny. You know, uh, just other random observations here, too. Um, you notice that Danny is on top of Drogon in that final dragon shot? Yes. Yes. Drogon's huge.
1: Oh, my God. No, well, they said he's going to be the size of a 747, right? Like, yeah. I mean, he's. And also, just want to comment the technical aspects. The CGI is so good on them now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. L-
1: like, compared to where it's been the, even the last couple seasons, they look astonishing. Oh, and we get to see a little more of Miss and Day and Grey Worm. They're, they're really hyping up this sex scene. I, I think everyone's I curious. Still,
0: I still don't know.
1: Everyone's curious how it's going to happen.
0: I do not know whatsoever <laughs> <weapon, laughs> how it's even possible. Um, we uh, see but how- they're going to try and make it happen.
1: We see how Euron's going to attack. They're pulling that uh, that tactic from the Romans versus the uh, the Carthaginians. You know they're going to be dropping ramps down onto Danny's ships so they can just attack them, basically person by person. Which is awesome. Oh yeah, that's. I think that we've never we've had a naval battle with Blackwater, kind of, but not really. It's I, I have always wanted to see how the show would handle a true like ship versus ship master and commander style naval battle. So I
0: what do you make of the uh, fire in the scene? Um is that just simply his men launching fire arrows at her fleet? There's so
1: much or... fu- like w- there's one shot where it looks uh, there is a massive plume of fire just torching a sail. I think the dragons come into play here, um, and I'm thinking maybe they do more harm
0: than good. So do you believe, and this is where uh, we're, we're going to tie this all back around again, one dragon gets controlled yes. by the Night King. danny has got one dragon with her that she's using to attack the Lannisters with, and Euron using um, uh, the dragon binder horn takes control over another
1: yes i think that is certainly very possible i think dragon binder is too good a plot device for them just not to have included it at all and benioff and weiss like to hold things out for shock value and i think that's why we just didn't see it mentioned last season he didn't bring that out at the king's moot yes i think dragon binder is going to play a role and i think that'd be because f- right now if she has three fucking dragons it's just not fair you know, yeah. it's, it's not suspenseful. <laughs> no, it is. If you have three dragons on top of, like, 100,000 soldiers, yeah, I think he's mm. going to get one. The Night's King's going to have a dragon, whether or not he steals one of hers or he just
0: whips out one of his own. Yeah. Do you think that the, uh, the Twelve Companions uh, with John? do you think they all have Valyrian steel from Dragon's Oh, shit. Um, because John cuts down that white in the last shot like it's nothing, and well, white we knew still... Longclaw was yes, but uh, that made me wonder: Does everybody else have? Because otherwise, that you want to talk about unfair. <laughs> <laughs> John, can I have your sword? <laughs> um, I, I mean, Thoris
1: is taken care of because, or Aberric is taken care of because he's got a flaming sword, but um, yeah, yeah that's interesting. I mean, did Dragonstone
0: have access to further Valerian steel? Uh, yes, uh, they can. They they're able to mine it there, uh, or rather, there's dragon glass. Well, we knew there was dragon glass. Um, tra- I don't
1: think they have more Valerian steel. They might have dragon glass. Yeah, they have dragon glass, which I is guess. is yeah, still yeah, that's not that's what I meant quite as helpful, but
0: it's 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 a start. Um, and then the last thing I just want to uh, comment on about this trailer, and then we'll uh, we'll go. Is do we. I'm starting to wonder now this. Um, earlier, I talked about how I thought Tyrion might show up with a dragon to save John and everybody. And then maybe something goes wrong and the Night King possibly controls the dragon. And that's, you know, John getting away on the horse and maybe the other characters, some of them get away, but they're split up. You know what I mean? Right. I'm wondering if. Bran with the warging into the Ravens and the Night King because uh, the Night King can also take these creatures and he could probably control them as well. Like mm. they could be used as almost like a vessel by which the Night King and Bran can like with their minds <laughs> fight shit. one another psychologically. Oh, my God. So now hold on. This is where it gets very interesting. We've always talked about Bran controlling a dragon. Right. If the Night King has a dragon under his control, that's that makes the whole brand controlling a dragon thing that even that much more important now. <laughs> right, so he can win it back from the Night's King. Fuck. Exactly. That's fascinating, dude. That.
1: And and so are are you thinking what happens is maybe they do successfully retrieve a white, but they lose a dragon in the process.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, so they're able to convince Danny, um. You know, maybe maybe the Cersei conflict is over and maybe that's what the big meeting in the finale is, is everybody coming together, uh, with this white, essentially. And then Danny's just like, Thank you. Fuck yourself. You you lost my dragon. And right when they've all decided to band together, that's when the Night King will strike the wall at the end of the season and we head into the final season.
1: Matt, honestly, this entire conversation just skyrocketed my anticipation. The trailer already had me pumped, but now I'm thinking about this horror style skirmish that could happen in the north with like a dozen good characters getting picked off and I cannot tell you how hyped I am.
0: Oh yeah. oh yeah hopefully one of them isn't Davos.
1: Oh God if da- oh fuck if Davos dies, I think that no don't even talk like that. Davos is fine.
0: Davos <laughs> is fine. Well, we'll certainly see what happens. Um, July 16th, it could not come fast enough. As of this recording, it is officially three weeks away. Holy shit. I am so, so excited. I cannot wait to uh, be reviewing these episodes, if you will, and talking about this incredible television show that much more throughout the rest of the summer. Where can they find you on the internet, my friend? You can find me on Twitter at MavericksMovies. And you can find me at Next Best Picture. Thank you for listening to this final preview of Game of Thrones Season Seven, as part of Next Best Series, Next Best Series Podcast, a little uh, experiment that we're doing here where we talk about television under the banner of NextBestPicture.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher, and Player FM be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and we will see you all next time.